0: The Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy.
1: Place your bets. Brad, the big noise, Evans here joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. Thanksgiving, uh, coming up, uh, the orgasm of gluttony. I'm going to sit uh, in a very sedated state, uh, probably for, I don't know, eight hours, consume roughly 20,000 calories, and feel like utter crap. Uh, And it's not going to be from the food, Lundy. It's the fact that I have to endure Bears-Lions in a potential matchup of Andy Dalton versus Tim Boyle. Or it could be Jared Goffle. And I'm not really sure what's worse, uh, Boyle or Goff. But you know what? It it is a game that only gamblers could love. And because I don't want to talk to my in-laws, I'm going to sit there. And I'm going to consume it, and I'm going to sweat it out internally and try to bottle up my emotions as much as I can. So uh, let's just get this out of the way. Let's do a three-leg money line parlay for all of the Thanksgiving Day games. Give me the Bears, uh, who I think will just run down Detroit's throw with a whole lot of mandatory Montgomery. I'll take the Cowboys in a bounce-back spot because they'll get right uh, against the Las Vegas Raiders at home. And then Buffalo. I'll take them to win in New Orleans, another get-right spot for a Saints team that is reeling, and there's no guarantee that Alvin Kamara is going to be back. Is it chalky? Absolutely it is. But I think those are the three better teams that we're going to see on Turkey Day, and if all of them just get the W, it's plus 209 at DraftKings. Uh, Who's going to knock over the apple cart? What's your guess here?
0: None of them. I think this is an easy one. I Here's what I actually think. I, I think you go one step further. I think the Bears cover on the three. I think the Bills cover on the four. And then if you think the Raiders might keep it close, take Dallas on the money line. Put that together. It's plus
1: 375. Oh, oh, oh that's arousing.
0: Oh, I mean, Monday, you're naughty just because. The only game that I think might actually be interesting is the Raiders, just because every now and then Vegas pops and looks halfway decent. And I also don't like that spread being exactly seven. Um, The other thing I could see doing is take each one of the like, I I think I I think you're on the right track in terms of turning this into a fun parlay. I just think you want to get either an alt line spread, something involved, because 209 is nice. But, Brad, it's Thanksgiving. (laughs) <laughs> it's a lot of gluttony. I'm kind of greedy. Uh, and if I can get that number up over 300, I think I'm going to because God knows I've got to find a way to be able to keep all of these games uh, uh, interesting as we roll through uh, the, the the entirety of Thursday's uh, festivities. Because you talked about consuming 20,000 calories. That's just me with the beer, let alone the food. <laughs>
1: Yes, high ABV IPAs uh, from 8 a.m. That is exactly right. 8 a.m. and probably until 8 a.m. the next day. That's what Larry's going to roll with.
0: Because my dad's going to, you know, mom and dad will come over, you know, probably mid to late morning and dad's gonna have i know he's gonna have crowlers from some oh. of his favorite microbreweries yeah. all over denver uh-huh. uh so oh yeah uh it, 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 it ish is gonna get real at the lundy household on thursday
1: well i may have to parachute in and uh and buy right? alongside you my friend uh because i think it's gonna be a little bit more exciting than what's uh, gonna be served uh from around the corner here in central illinois but bears cowboys Bills, if all of them win straight up, 2 and 2-0-9, or take the sexy route as Lundy laid out. With that, let's get to it on this rare, because usually we're off, Tuesday edition with another Fade 5. Number 5. All right, Lundy, we got a light slate in the NHL tonight, but that's not going to deter you from firing off on any tickets. So what do you got? Give me a pick on the puck. Player prop, uh, maybe a a hockey line, whatever they call puck line, a total, whatever you got. (laughs) Uh, Give me some of the NHL. Again, I don't follow the sport. I have no idea how to bet it.
0: You're you're figuring out the verbiage. You're doing okay. You're right. It's hockey line, puck line. It's all the same. It's all Uh, the same. We've only got three games on the uh, on the ice for tonight. A really packed schedule yesterday, by the way. Uh, but, yes, even a light slate, much like you who are trying to learn your lesson about early season college basketball. Yes. Uh, when it comes to hockey, I can't quit you, hockey. I can't quit you. <laughs> um, so here's what we're going to do. Edmonton is in Dallas tonight. They are just the the money lines on these Edmonton's a minus one Oh five Dallas is a minus minus one fifteen, um, And so you're, you're basically looking at a pick on the money line. I'm going to go with Edmonton in this one. Um, a couple of reasons why I, I, Dallas's defense is really good so far this season. Um, they have looked very good. It's how they have sort of turned the start of their season around has been with their defense. The other thing that has happened is Jake Ottinger uh, who has been in net for them uh, twice Uh, In terms of two starts so far this season, basically Anton Kudobin has not been good. Braden Holtby has been out because he's injured. So they've gone to Jake Ottinger, and in the two starts that he's had, he's only given up three goals, which isn't too bad for a guy that wasn't really expected to be the starter there for Dallas. However, in those two wins that he has... Um, one of them was against Detroit. The other was against St. Louis. Neither one of those teams has the kind of offense that Edmonton brings to the table. And really, once Edmonton gets going, it's really hard to slow them down. So I'm going to take the road, just slight dog on the minus 105, take Edmonton on that uh, money line on a light slate on the ice tonight. And let's see if the Oilers who normally can score at will, can crack this Dallas defense.
1: Oh, let the black gold flow. Bet on the Oilers. Number four. All right, let's move on uh, to the NBA. Uh, Thank you, Brandon Ingram. Uh, Easy cover on the over yesterday and the five and a half rebounds. Uh, And I love some of the creative offerings that are out there, the player props universe uh, in the association. Let's go to Detroit. And, uh, I know they're going to be down uh, one of their bodies, and and Mr. Stewart, uh, who was like Jonathan Taylor in the open field, and nobody attempting to tackle him uh, on the court uh, in that little uh, fisticuffs that he had with LeBron and company last time out. But, man, I love Kate Cunningham tonight on this line in particular. Over one and a half steals Plus blocks, Lundy. I think it might be the first time we featured this prop ever on the podcast. It's minus 130 at DraftKings and willing to pay the juice uh, going up against the Miami Heat. And you look at the rookie, the number one overall pick out of Oklahoma State. He has gone over this in six of his last seven games. And oftentimes he's done it in just steals alone. Actually, he's done it in steals alone in four straight contests. So you also get the block mixed in there to see the steal, a block, or two steals. Um, Doubtfully gets two blocks, but you never know. Uh, but this could be an easy cash, could have it done by halftime. Uh, you look at the Heat, they are number nine in opponent steals per game allowed. So inside the top nine, and fewest, I should say, allowed in that category. They're middle of the pack in terms of opponent blocks per game allowed. So, you know, you pulled all together the recent trend, the fact that he's getting over 30 minutes per game. Uh, and, you know, the Heat are kind of middling in a couple of these categories Dude, I, I think you get a couple of, of tick marks there in the box score, and we score winner-winner chicken dinner. So, fade or follow, Kate Cunningham over 1.5 steals plus blocks. Again, minus 130 at DraftKings.
0: I, I love this prop. This is actually one of my favorite prop, props to be able to play in the NBA. Early season, by the way, speaking of this prop, uh, we didn't talk about it on the pod, but on my television show, on You Bet Tonight, mm-hmm. we were using it with Nikola Jokic because they only had it at one and a half. Wow. Which is just laughable with Jokic. Um, they finally most of the, most nights now that is up to two and a half for Jokic. So now it's kind of a number that I shy away from because sometimes he's on a minutes count. But uh, I like this for Cade Cunningham. You talked about the consistency he's done it, and he's done it. He's done it. What I, th- I think last week he did it with two blocks. So I mean, this is the kind of number that he can get up over. He's a hustle kind of guy, and if you find those guys that get the hustle stats, this is actually a really fun. Um, uh, prop that you can look for across the NBA. So for tonight, I like it with Cade Cunningham. And by the way, we're coming back to this Detroit-Miami game in bonus time.
1: Ooh, a little foreshadow enticing. Number three. All right, let's go to another game on the professional hardwood. And let's look at uh, Eric Bledsoe taking on the Dallas Mavericks. And I'm going to take the under on nine and a half points scored in this game. I got it at minus 110 at DraftKings Sportsbook. He's been under this in 10 of his last 14, Lundy. Uh, A guy that only had a bucket the last game out, which coincidentally enough was against this same Mavericks squad. He only took four shots in that game. The volume has really fallen off precipitously for him these last three contests. Uh, Dallas is number 20 in adjusted defensive efficiency this season, so this has been a pliable defense but Bledsoe simply just doesn't have the volume to justify him reaching double figures in scoring. So, uh, again, give me the under Eric Bledsoe, nine and a half points, minus 110 to DraftKings. Lundy, fade or follow?
0: Where did he go? I mean, that that's my thing. How all of a sudden has he just stopped shooting? Yeah, he had that
1: like five-game stretch in which he was scoring, I think, over 20 points a game. And then, poof, that player disappeared.
0: And then exactly. This guy has disappeared. So similar to what we've talked about sometimes with, um, you know, player props that we look at in the NFL. I do the same thing in the NHL. Sometimes you find somebody that's got a hot hand and you write it. In this case, you're talking about a guy that is just completely cooled off because his minutes are still there. It's not like he's all of a sudden dropped to, you know, 14 minutes a game. Um, He's out there on the court. He's just not shooting. Um, So I think that until he finds his way back into being that 20 plus guy, I think you've got to be able to fade him on his points total. And and I think you got to roll with this one tonight uh, as he takes on Dallas.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. Full fade on Eric Bledsoe around for our top picks in college basketball plus, oh, you know we got it. A ton of bonus time. Number two. Alright, Luddy, we have a delightful slate of college basketball games. Get it's Feast Week, folks. Is it
0: it delightful, though, Brad? Because your last 24 hours, I mean, you were crying social media tears last night. Oh,
1: I was getting slaughtered. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, I regret betting college basketball always in November. I say to myself every year when the college basketball season begins, just dial it back, man. You know, just show some restraint. And then I see all the action. I'm watching the action. I'm scouting games. Uh, I've got a multi-screen experience going on. Uh, inside the bunker, the bracket bunker. Sorry, Joe Lenardi, I'm stealing that from you. Here at Casa de Evans. And I just, I can't resist. You know, I need to slap the hand. Stop it. No, don't bet on it. But here's the good news. Uh, We were mired in a terrible slump yesterday. And then the late night games happened. I had a couple of Jägermeisters last night. Yes, uh, I'm 19. I'm in college. And, and I had a <laughs> I, I love it on ice uh, when the weather is cold outside. I have no idea why. Uh, maybe it's the German in me. But uh, I chased Gonzaga on the first half line. They crush against Central Michigan, they cover the 19 and a half. I had a 2 legger going. South Dakota State, hit the front leg, and then I had St. Mary's late, and that game didn't even get over until almost like 1 o'clock Central time, and they won that one straight up plus 220. I nailed that one, and I also had a three-leg parlay, a plus 128 with Houston on the money line, Colorado State, and that magnificent come-from-behind victory against Northeastern down the Virgin Islands, and then Florida with an easy cover at minus 9.5, uh, and that you know hit me at plus 128. So we're back on track. After things were derailed. So, I'm feeling good uh, with some of the action tonight. Let's get to my first pick uh, on this fine and dandy evening. And let's go to the Big East, a conference that's really impressed me so far here in the early college basketball season. Give me the Friars. Yes, Dom the Friar. uh, It's just death behind those eyes. Uh, It's it's the scariest mascot out there. But I'm going to lay the one and a half. Against a middling Virginia Cavaliers team, this game being played in Jersey, one of those non-conference tournaments that's out there. There's a plethora of them this time of year. At minus one ten, pull this one from DraftKings. Uh, Virginia is just really struggling, uh, putting ball through basket. Number two forty-seven in the country in effective field goal percentage. All offense, they're only shooting twenty-nine point three percent from outside of the arc and only forty-nine and a half percent inside of it. And this is not. The stranglehold defense of Virginia teams pass their number 40, which is very uncharacteristic for a Tony Bennett coach club, and adjusted defensive efficiency. Providence, uh, they got balance across the board. They can beat you inside with Watson. They can beat you uh, beat you outside with uh, uh, Harchler, Hortzler, I believe is the guy's name. Uh, He's shooting 47.1% as Horstler from way downtown. So that combo, that balance, I think is going to be an issue for Virginia and a kind of a Rock'em, Sock'em, Robots, half-court-oriented game. So, again, I'm going to lay the chalk here. I think Providence wins this one maybe by five or more points going away. So feed or follow the Friars laying the chalk. Again, minus 1.5, minus 110 at DraftKings.
0: Well, look, had you not actually warmed up a little bit last night, and I don't just mean the Jaeger, um, I, I probably would fade you just out of principle because yes, again, yesterday afternoon you were you were hurting, man. You were hurting. You oh, were taking a bad. lot of body blows. Um, and I wasn't sure if you were going to get up off the mat. But then uh, you discovered that there was a college basketball game that literally tipped off at midnight your time, <laughs> um, and you realized that you could uh, pull yourself back up off the mat, uh-huh. yeah. uh, Rocky style, and and manage to hold tight. So I'm going to roll with you with this one with Providence. I'm going to look for uh, a multi-point victory so, this one scares me a little bit because just because I know, I mean, you were in a dark place yesterday, man. I'm not gonna lie to the people. You were in a dark place with yes. your college basketball picks, but then, but then there was suddenly the clouds parted. the sun came out,, uh, and Gonzaga led you to a nice victory.
1: yeah, thankfully, and St. Mary's as well on the late night tip. Just gotta spit out the chicklets, shake it off, and get back in the fight. Number one. All right, uh, let's go ahead and go with my top pick on the college basketball slate. Really, it's just the top game, period. And this is must-see TV here, folks. Uh, A colossal battle of a pair of heavyweights. UCLA, Gonzaga, number one and number two right now in the polls. Uh, I'm going to lay the five and a half with the Zags here. Uh, At tape time, that was a line, minus 110 at DraftKings Sportsbook. This is going to be nip and tuck. It's going to be a ton of fun. But Gonzaga has an advantage, I feel, inside. they got the length. they got the athleticism. With Holmgren, who is an absolute freak, he's like Sean Bradley with handles. A long, skinny dude, uh, you know, built like um, a bunch of toothpicks, matchsticks put together, but he can score anywhere on the floor. Uh, And as I said, too, he can bring up the ball comfortably as well. He go along with Drew Timmy to go along with Watson. And then he got the outside bombarders there and Nimhard and Bolton and uh, Strather as well. Those guys shooting over 41% from outside for Gonzaga. They're number one in the country in adjusted offensive efficiency, netting 1.21 points per possession. They're shooting close to 67% inside the arc. And here's where the struggle is for UCLA. Uh, You know, they got Johnny Juzang. Uh, Jaime Jaquez, I mean, they got all the guys back, the key ingredients from last year's Final Four team. But defensively, Stretch at the Arc has been a problem so far in the young year for them. Number 304 in the country and three-point percentage D. If they do not extend against this Bulldogs team, they are going to get bitten early and often. And I think has just got too much depth, too much firepower, too many long dudes they just throw at you. And in the end, I think they're going to win this thing by around 8 points uh though i think it's going to be exhilarating from start to finish so fade or follow the zags holding steady as the top dogs in college basketball fitting off the bruins of ucla laying the five and a half minus 110 at DraftKings.
0: i don't like this five and a half i just think this game is going to be close and brad full disclosure i'm looking at it right now it's up to six and a half Oh, and is I it really? Yes. Wow. That's, that actually makes me super nervous. I think this is. I think this game is going to finish somewhere between six and eight points. That that's just. I I I think that they're right on with their spread. I think these guys are going to go back and forth, um, throughout the evening. I think it's going to be a phenomenal game. I'm really looking forward to it. But I, this is one like I, I at five and a half. Sure, where the line sits right now. This is a hard pass for me. So. In the interest of helping out our fine Fade the Noise family, at what point do you stay away from it? I know you like it at five and a half. Do you still like it at six and a half? Uh
1: man. I tell you what. It's probably alt-line time for me.
0: Okay. At six See and a and half. That, and- That's why I actually that's why I was bringing it up, because at five and a half, I was like, okay, I could see that because I could see Gonzaga maybe stretch this thing out right at the very end, nail some free throws, whatever. But I wanted to know at what point you felt like you needed to outline it. Because there are some other good games going on over the course of the evening that you could decide that you want to alt-line. Arkansas is taking on Cincinnati. That's one that's going on tonight. That's a good one. Uh, I, there's just there's some good games tonight that we might want to try to alt-line this with if people are getting nervous as this thing climbs back up to
1: 6.5. Yeah, it's going to be tight. It will on that 6.5 line. You know, the other thing you could do here, uh, which I would find encouraging and maybe a recommendation I would toss out there. Hell, I'll just toss it out there. Uh, taking Zag on the first half line. Because this is a there team that typically gets out of the gate fast. I mean, look at last night. And Granted, it was Central Michigan. They were north of 300 and Bartorvik. Uh, but they went out and just blew the doors off them, and we're up uh, 25 at halftime. Uh, I, I think that is a, a very enticing line to take them on the first half, uh, which I am pulling up right now. So if that's at 6.5 on the full line, it's probably what? Zags minus 4 then on the first half? Uh, let's find probably out be right something
0: now. close to that. We're literally doing this on the fly, folks. Bear with us for just a second, because as soon as I saw the fact that that line had moved from what you and I started off the podcast with, I thought, okay, we may need to talk to some to the folks here on the pod about where they could alt line, uh, wh- where they could decide to alt line this on FanDuel. By the way, Brad, it's not six and a half; it's seven. Woo! Keeps Uh, climbing. Wild. Yeah. uh, The first half spread is Gonzaga, minus three and a half. That's at FanDuel.
1: Uh, And that's a great value, and I would jump all over that. Um, Okay. Yeah, because DraftKings right now, I'm looking at it, they're not even offering a first half play in this game. So, look, if you're going to shy away from the six and a half or the seven number, totally understand, totally get it. Bet the first half of the Zags, that might be the play of the day. With that, money, let's get to it here. Bonus
0: time! What else you got on your card? Uh, I got uh, two more. Well, let me give you a hockey one. First of all, I think Calgary takes care of Chicago. I told you there's only three games tonight. Calgary is at home. Uh, I think Calgary wins it. And if you want to bring the juice down, because it is a game that is juiced way up, take Calgary to win that one in regulation. In the NBA, uh, Portland will be hosting the Denver Nuggets tonight. Uh, All of the injuries and such that Denver has been dealing with have finally caught up to them. Portland is laying five and a half. And I like the Blazers to take care of business at home against Uh, The Nuggets, it would not surprise me at all for Portland to win that game by double figures. Then a player prop for you. I mentioned we were going to come back to that Miami Detroit game. P.J. Tucker's points, Brad, are only at six and a half. Now it's juiced to minus 130, but this is a guy that is averaging seven and a half points a game. He's gone over this total in five out of his last seven. He's averaging 28 and a half minutes per game this season, and if this thing gets out of hand, which it easily could between Miami and Detroit all that's going to mean is that Tucker's going to get even more minutes so I really like the over in this mm-hmm. one even though it's been juiced uh to a minus 130 and if you were trying to do a same game parlay I think Tucker gets to double figures wow. I-, I think he's going to score at least 10 in this contest um so I'm leaning on that one as an NBA player prop for you for tonight
1: I like it quite a bit let's go back to the college hardwood here uh I've got an alt-line parlay a little 2 legger that I like give me Houston and went straight up Against Wisconsin, Houston, one of the most suffocating defensive teams in college basketball, they can link the athleticism, uh, their ability to rebound because they really get after it, a lot of second chance opportunities. Just too much firepower for the Badgers in this game. And then I'm going to outline uh, George Mason to plus seven against Nevada. Uh, Nevada uh, just announced that one of their uh, top players on the bench, uh, a transfer from Robert Morris, is uh, leaving the program already. Uh, they have looked very. Unexciting to begin the season and have the Wolfpack. So I think Mason, a tough loss last night against the University of Washington. We've been fading Washington, and I may fade him again tonight. I'll get to that here in a moment. They
0: shot 48.6% from the field. Where the hell did that come from? It's
1: insanity. Uh, I mean, they just pulled that straight out of their arse. There's no question about it. So, Mason tough, uh tried to solve the zone, and they ultimately did in the second half, but just didn't have enough to get over the hump. But at plus seven against Nevada, which will be a more free, loose game for them, uh, I think they'll cover. So, give me George Mason plus seven, Houston money line. That's plus 103. Uh, I also like St. Mary's and I to win straight up at plus 120 uh, at – DraftKings Sportsbook. They're drawing Oregon. Uh, this game uh, being played on a neutral floor as well. Uh, these two teams are flip flopped in terms of offensive efficiency, defensive efficiency. St. Mary's, 75 in offensive, 24 in defensive. Oregon, 20 in offensive, 76 in defensive. Usually in these instances, I side with a team that guards better. Uh, I love Koozie's game uh foe fo- two as well inside and outside those guys uh, shooting combined 16 to 30 from downtown this season they throw in Taz, uh who is shooting over 71 percent inside the arc i think saint mary's knocks off the duck so a plus 120 i'll take him straight up and then of course i'm gonna fade washington again uh, i know they burned me yesterday it was on mason minus three but south dakota state eh? uh gonna get done inside the pentagon I'm going to lay the seven and a half against the Huskies. That South Dakota State team can flat out score. And I don't think Lightning's going to strike twice.
0: What was last night? 105 points. Isn't that what San Diego State popped last night? Uh, South Dakota State? Yeah. South Dakota State, I mean, yeah. 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 Wasn't it 100? uh, Because the over-under in that contest was the highest one of the day. It was 161, and they finished at like 177 or something crazy like that. The
1: fighting Jackrabbits, man. They're back again. The pride of Brookings, South Dakota. They got some dudes that can fill it up, and they go pretty deep off the bench as well. With that, that is a wrap on this loaded and extended edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lenny on Twitter, at Lundy. Follow me there, at NoisyJuevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? Enjoy Zags and Bruins. And until next time, as always, fade or follow.
0: That is up to you. Fade the Noise.